Welcome to the Perimenopausal Mamas podcast for hormonal mamas who want to reclaim their own natural state of health to thrive and raise healthy kids. I'm Dr. Lisa Weeks, naturopathic doctor in Toronto, Canada, and I'm a perimenopausal mama to my little boy named Stuart. And I'm Dr. Tony Reed, naturopathic doctor, birth doula, and hypnobirthing educator in Calgary, Canada, and I'm a perimenopausal mama to my little girl, Frankie. Thanks for supporting us for the past 100 episodes. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also support us by visiting our Patreon page, where you can find out how you can join us for our monthly patron webinar, where we do a deeper dive discussion about all things perimenopause. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to substitute professional medical advice. Always consult with your licensed healthcare provider. Welcome back, everyone, to the Perimenopausal Mamas podcast. Today, this is Dr. Tony, and I thought I would come on just for a little mini episode before the New Year's, before the holidays, uh, here in North America, wrapping up um, everything this week before the typical holidays of Christmas, and in Canada here in Boxing Day, and then before the New Year's, before we get into 2024, I just wanted to, you know, just... uh, do a little episode to uh, really solidify a lot of the things that Dr. Lisa said in her last solo episode last week about enjoying the holidays without creating burnout. So really, this is a really short, quick reminder for you to avoid shooting on yourself the hol- for this holiday and, and maybe even carrying that on until next year as well. You know, as uh, we've been talking more and more about mind-body connection with health and hormones and premenopause and menopause, one of the things to really look at is, you know, what causes us stress? What causes us anxiety? That, of course, we know will throw off our hormones and create more symptoms when we have those hormone fluctuations during perimenopause and menopause. And a big piece to really consider is what you're saying to yourself and, you know, what your automatic reactions are compared to what our responses could be. Do you find yourself saying, you know, I have to, I need to, I should? Are you shooting on yourself? And this really comes a lot from just the programming, the conditioning that we have of expectations and, you know, coming absolutely a lot from family, from culture, from media. This is a a lot of what happens even before we're eight years old. We're in, um, you know, neuroscientists have found that we're really 
as we grow up in a state where we're sponges, we take in so much. Our our brainwave activity really does mirror, you know, a hypnotic trance. So, you know, when and you know, even when we are adults, uh, our our brainwave activity is often in a light trance where we're continually being programmed to be a good girl, be a good mother, be a good wife, be a good patient, um, be a good employee, uh, being a good community member. And is that at the expense of ourselves? You know, we've talked a lot, I've talked a lot about Dr. Gabor Mate on uh, the podcast and a lot of his work is looking at what causes stress and anxiety, and it is living inauthentic, inauthentically. Are all of these expectations that we take on and we live out unconsciously, are those really matching who you are, who, you, who your true essence is, what you want your life to be? Or, again, is it living your life up to these expectations because of the should, because of the have to, because of the need to? Is that just the way it is or the way it always has been? And so that's something to really consider over any holidays and really from day to day. Are you doing things because you really want to or... Is it matching some idea of who you are and what you should be? And especially when we're looking at stress and anxiety this time of year, it, it's not an easy time of year for a lot of people because of, again, the, the modeling, what we take on from when we're kids. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you out there didn't have a the, maybe the greatest models. No parent is perfect, as we all know, and I know getting into parenting. And again, the more we're conscious of what we're modeling for our kids, that makes a difference. Previous generations maybe weren't as conscious and didn't, you know, did their best, but didn't know as much as we know now about emotional intelligence. And so, you know, maybe you grew up modeling uh, an adult, uh, a parent who had high expectations, whose automatic reactions were um, heightened, <laughs> were to freak out, especially if things weren't perfect, if things weren't a certain way or didn't go a certain way. Now, now we, we know better and we can do better. And there's still a piece where how do we shift any kind of automatic reactions? You know, what's your response when things don't go your way? Those automatic reactions aren't necessarily controlled by our, our conscious mind or, you know, our automatic habits and reactions aren't under conscious control. Now, so when you think about your automatic reactions, if things don't go a certain way, 
Is it a bit of a freak out? Is that something that you modeled when you were younger? Is this from your program from when you were six or seven or eight years old? I mean, bringing that into our awareness is a really first step to be able to recognize that, oh my God, that's what I was doing. And then the next step is to not, you know, beat yourself up about it and not, you know, exacerbate that. Give yourself some grace, give yourself some forgiveness and practice that for yourself. Practice a little self-compassion of, okay, this is this is where it came from. A question, a conversation that I have a lot with my patients lately is, you know, I I know where the stress and anxiety came from. Like, I'm completely aware of it. There's no point in going to see a therapist and hash through all of this all over again. I know why it's there. So, okay, with all that great awareness, now what? How do we reprogram those automatic reactions? How do we manage that stress and anxiety and those kind of loops that we can get ourselves into? Well, there's some conscious things that we can do, but given that a lot of it isn't under our conscious control, some unconscious things are needed as well. I've definitely been talking about uh, hypnosis and um, neurolinguistic programming, ways to really look at reprogramming and, and retraining. And, and that's, again, some, some powerful tools that can be done. Consciously, we can start to really look at our automatic reactions. Can we practice more intentional responses to situations? That's also where looking at social media and, and and how we go about our day-to-day. Are we mindlessly scrolling on social media? You know, I actually just recently heard um, a webinar by uh, Brendan Bouchard, who's a really amazing coach and who's taken a lot of time to study, you know, high-performance psychology, where, and he made a really great point of how the more we're on social media, the more we're being conditioned to judge and take offense and assess, do I like this? Do I not like this? Um, and that can really, you know, put us in a state of looking at being defensive and taking offense to things that we don't necessarily need to take offense to. We don't need to take it personally. Now, we don't need to it's actually one of the jobs of our unconscious mind to take things personally and to look at at situations and and assess what does this mean for me the more we can uh really look at taking ourselves less seriously and focusing on uh humor and lightheartedness that can be a great thing to do and again that's a conscious choice that we can make on a regular basis as well. I actually had a little learning recently where I was on Facebook and again saw a comment by someone local who has a lot of followers and, and 
So I made a comment and, and you know, shared uh, shared some information that was evidence-based and then had some comments at me from people who didn't know me and didn't agree with what I said. And I was like, okay, all right. So, you know, this is, again, a, it was a great learning experience where I really could have taken that incredibly seriously. I could have taken offense to them not agreeing with me or the evidence-based information that I presented. And, uh that was a, a great learning. Okay, well, I shared some information and oh, well, funny. However, I could have made that a really stressful event that could have, and again, I could have carried that out. I could have carried that quote unquote uh, conversation online and really put way more effort and energy, way more of my resources into it. However, I consciously chose not to, not to keep expending that energy and have that an energy leak. There's so many more important things to spend my energy on. So that's something to really look at over the holidays. Maybe there's conversation with family members or friends or people you don't even know or scrolling on on Facebook or other social media, it's really important to consciously choose how much time you're spending on that. And again, putting on bound putting up some boundaries. You know, Dr. Lisa talked about this last week and and I love to remind people about really taking all the steps uh, around boundaries. Um, again, you can revisit, uh, are my recent conversation, somewhat recent conversation with Dr. Liz Bolin around boundaries. And I'll just even remind you about really asking yourself, taking the time, not automatically responding to someone, but asking yourself, do you have the resources to give time, money, or energy to a situation? And if the answer is yes, then asking yourself, do you want to? And only then if the answer is yes, you do want to, then putting conditions and, and consequences around that situation. So that again, it's not an energy leak. It's not an energy drain. You are making sure that you're putting your needs out front before you're putting someone else's needs in front of your own. And, and again, really taking the time to look at what is it that works for you. And again, being able to say no or being able to say yes, and this needs to happen first. So again, it is about really taking the time to be aware of where those energy leaks have been. Is it time to start reevaluating your boundaries around your family, around the holidays, based on your resources, your wants, those conditions and consequences? It, that means that the holidays may look different. That means that New Year's may look different. Next year may look different. It really is time to ask yourself and, again, spend some time journaling, um, reevaluating those questions. Do I have to? 
what do I what do I feel like I have to do? What I feel like what do, do I feel like I need to do for myself, for my partner, for my kids, for other family members? And going through that process of really seeing, okay, is it something that I want and can do? And what are the the conditions and consequences around that? When looking at, again, whether it's boundaries or what other people say, taking offense, if things aren't, don't go your way, if things aren't the perfect holiday, you know, you can ask yourself, are you going to freak out about something that won't matter in a year or two years or five years? Our emotions are some and feel our feelings, our emotions and feelings are something we feel. It's absolutely normal, natural. It's not that uh, definitely not healthy to avoid them or stuff them down or pretend that you're not experiencing them. And we know that they don't last long. Biochemically, physiologically, they stay around in our body. Mm, Sometimes it's less than 30 seconds. Sometimes it's really about 90 seconds. That isn't a long, that isn't long, a minute and a half is not long at all. So then if it's lasting longer, that's a conscious choice to keep feeding that emotion instead of consciously choosing to breathe to keep a perspective, to ask yourself, uh, does this really matter? And it is nice to have kind of an automatic mantra or question that you can ask for yourself to to really interrupt any kind of, of vicious cycle of feeding that emotion that you don't really need, don't really uh, want to keep feeding. Looking at taking a deep breath, to calm yourself, or even keeping a positive, lighthearted outlook and perspective. Laughing it off and laughing at yourself instead of taking things so seriously. So again, just a quick reminder, be gentle with yourself and avoid shooting on yourself for the rest of the year. can start to be a practice for next year as well. I wanted to just uh, also quickly share super mom moment with and mama mess up with you. Uh, my super mom moment this weekend, you know, again, it's a busy time of year. And Frankie said, and I asked Frankie what she wanted to do this weekend instead of just, you know, foreseeing an idea of, of what, uh, what we needed to do. She said she wanted to go swimming. And again, I assessed this something that we have the resources for, the time, money, energy, and for myself. So it's something I wanted to do. The quest answers were yes. So we picked a time and we went and we made a plan. We rearranged the plan so that other family could join us. We had a great time swimming. She had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, it was really nice to be active and have lots of laughs in the middle of a busy time of year. Now my mom, mama mess up ended up, ended up at a holiday gathering with family. I had received a lovely gift of a rum and eggnog loaf. And I didn't read the label, so I just assumed that it wasn't 
gluten-free. And I, I thought, well, uh, I'm going to have to hold off. Maybe I'll have someone else, you know, pass it on to someone else who would be able to enjoy it. And at this gathering, I brought a different dessert, lovely fruit and chocolate hummus. It was it wasn't a huge expense or energy waste for me to to get that. And it wasn't until after the gathering that we looked at the label and it is gluten free. So thank you to the people who make gluten free baking and uh, thankfully have that to enjoy at another time. And thankfully, got the advice to put it in the freezer so that it could keep until we got to enjoy it. So Mama Mess up that, you know, was had some assumptions involved. Thankfully, it wasn't uh, a huge waste. And, and again, it was a learning experience for sure. My Mama Must Have for this week, absolutely for this time of year, with everything going on, carving out even 15 minutes aside for some self-hypnosis to relax, to again, really be mindful and do something conscious to to really look at what those programs and thoughts are going to be rolling around in my mind. So taking that time in the morning to have those positive intentions being retraining and reprogramming my mind to be able to have control over my intention, my my po- have a, a positive state, positive mindset for the day. Uh, and again, it doesn't doesn't take long, and especially the more you do, the more power it has. So, in sharing what's happening with me again. I invite you to join me to learn more about self-hypnosis to support your health and hormones. In 2024, I have a online self-hypnosis class in January. So again, you can uh, visit the show notes and uh, find a link and a special code for a special deal for you to join me. So thanks so much for listening today. Again, you can find our show notes uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast and on our website, perimenopausalmamas.com. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love for you to subscribe. Leave us a review and a five-star rating if you enjoyed this episode. And if you'd like to support, support us, you can also support us by visiting our Patreon page and to tell your perimenopausal mama friends about us too. Share this episode and any episodes that you uh, think that others could benefit from. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. Take care. Bye.